0: Amen. Preaching after that is almost redundant, but I think this affords us a wonderful opportunity to come together as one body of Christ in all our remarkable differences and diversity, brought here for one reason, because we have given ourselves over to the Lordship of Christ and it is that power in Christ that brings us together. When the Apostle Paul was writing his letter to the church in Rome, he was facing a much more diverse group than this even. He was facing a group of Jews in a synagogue who believed that Jesus was indeed the Messiah, the Son of God, yet they were still Jews And some of the Jews there were Jews because they had been born into Judaism. They were sons and daughters of Abraham. And some of the Jews were there because they had been brought there or forced there as slaves of the Roman Empire, brought into Rome to serve the Roman officers. They found their way into the synagogue. They were the Gentiles and the Greeks. They all spoke different languages. They all had different customs. And when the writer of Paul wrote to that church in Rome after spending 11 chapters talking about how we are saved by virtue of God's love and grace to us, not for what we have done, but for what God has done in Christ, that God loves us no matter what we have done. In the 12th chapter, Paul then turns the mirror around on us and says, Now, what are you, what are we supposed to do as a response to that love? So here now the word of God as it is given to us in the letter of Paul to the church at Rome, beginning in the 12th chapter, verse 1 through 8. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, To present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. This is your spiritual worship, he says. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. So that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And he doesn't mean by that unblemished. Perfect does not mean unblemished. It means complete. It means full. For by the grace given to me, he says, I say to everyone among you not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members and not all the members have the same function, so we, who are many, are one body in Christ. And individually, we are members one of another. And then he talks about all the different gifts. We have gifts according to the grace that's given to each of us. We each have a gift. Prophecy in proportion to faith. ministry in ministering. The teacher in teaching. The exhorter in exhortation. The giver in generosity the leader in diligence and the compassionate in cheerfulness. This is the word of the Lord. When I finally was able to work up enough courage to go next door and eat at Hawker's a couple of months after it had opened, mainly because it seemed so crowded I didn't think I would get a seat, I went in because I was interested about the fusion they promised in their food. Asian, and Indonesian. And while the food did offer a sense of fusion, it was not the food that I found as the greatest fusion there, it was the people. I was a minority of one, sitting there mostly 20 years older than everyone else with white hair, looking like I just walked in off the establishment, sat down, everybody else there a complete menagerie of of tattoos and nationalities and races and and just a complete diversity i didn't expect and there i was this staid conservative looking presbyterian i used to tell anita that i could walk into a an airport and spot a Presbyterian a mile away. (laughs) Except for the hairdressers in our lives, those who are over 50 would all have white hair, good Scottish DNA. We would all look slightly like we managed things, in control, unemotional, dispassionate, we would probably carrying either the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal, and we would be reading a book from the New York Times bestseller list, not on a Kindle, but with real-life paper. And then we'd have this look of earnestness and seriousness and importance. And we come to it honestly, that Presbyterian clannishness, because we from the U.S. perspective, mostly come from Scottish roots. The ground of the clans that we have represented by our Tartans here. It turns out that the word clan does not always carry with it a positive connotation. I do not have to tell the H. Alvin Green Memorial Choir about the word clan. You know it does not carry a positive connotation. And it did not in Scotland either. It, in fact, was one of the main sources of making Scotland probably the most bloody country in the history of the world. The clans hated each other they fought each other at every turn unless there was a, another party out there that threatened them. Then they would come together, fight the threat, and then break up again only to fight themselves. Forty years ago, when I was traveling from Chapel Hill to the beach in North Carolina, we would always have to drive through Smithville, Selma, North Carolina, and And it was remarkable because there was a giant billboard, as big as you can see, on which it said, Welcome to Smithfield Selma, the home of the Klan. I didn't want to get a flat flat tire there, I can promise. (laughs) In Glencoe, Scotland, probably the prettiest piece of land in the history of the world, in my opinion, where many of the Harry Potter scenes were filmed. It is an emerald green valley, a glen, uh, that is uh, surrounded by enormous green, emerald green mountains carved out by the glacial recession many year, uh, millions of years ago. There's this meandering stream through the valley that stops every now and then for a, uh, f- for a lock, a small lock to reflect the sky and the mountains. It is the most pastoral setting you can imagine. And if you learn the history of that, you learn that that is also the very scene of the massacre when the Campbells, Massacred the McDonald's and the McLean's after living with them for 12 days and taking care of uh, each other and, and playing with their children. They were there to kill them, but they waited 12 days to do it, befriending them first. And since then, the Campbell's and the McDonald's have still had enmity. Clans... Or not what it's all about. We are not gathered here to celebrate all the different clans in our congregation. We are gathered here to celebrate the fact that we are all different clans in one place. And we're not killing each other. And not only Clan McDonald and Clan Campbell and Clan Cable, uh, uh, Bailey. Uh, we got Clan Green with us too. All in, 40 years ago, 40 years ago, this wouldn't have happened. 40 years ago, we would not be gathered here with all our clans in one place, worshiping together the Lord Jesus Christ. Yet here we are. And we're here because of Jesus Christ. Paul understood as he wrote to this diverse congregation in Rome, calling for them to be one body among many with different gifts. Paul understood that the only way that's possible is if we give ourselves over to a trans.